Good morning. Welcome back to another episode of Trevor Talks on the Ram Radio at Angelo State University. Wow, what a weekend we had. Uh, A lot of good stuff going on. So Friday night, it was nice to see that college baseball is back. Uh, here at Angelo State, they had uh, the the baseball team kind of split in half, scrimmaging each other, half against the other half. And they were giving out free t-shirts, and that was exciting. A lot of people came out to get their free t-shirts and enjoy some good baseball, and they had fireworks at the end. Uh, very, very fun stuff out there. I was there. Nice to see baseball being played again. And then free t-shirts and fireworks, of course, are always cool as well. Good times. And uh, Saturday night, I know we were all looking forward to hearing the Saturday Night Live interpretation of the first presidential debate. Uh, and, and they did a very interesting job of interpreting that and uh, then showing it on Saturday Night Live. Uh, they, I think they pretty much got it right on. Uh, there were a couple parts that they probably could have... Uh, probably could have included that they missed but uh they don't have you know obviously it's a it's like a 10 minute sketch they can't really compact an entire 90 minute debate into these 10 minutes so they they did the best they could with the time they had um and then on sunday uh angelo state university volleyball released their schedule for the year uh updated for covid and all that of course and uh, according to the schedule that they released, there are a total of two conference games, um, which is different. And uh, they're both away games, uh, but they are going to be having a scrimmage uh, against, you know, again, like the baseball team where they just split the volleyball team in half and have them play against each other here later in the season. Uh, and there's also going to be some sort of tournament here on October 31st, which is fantastic because nothing else interesting is happening that day. Um, would be nice if we could have some actual home games, like in football also, but uh, I guess we just got to take what we get and rock with it, given the circumstances. Sports, right? So... Got a great show for you today. We're going to be talking about college. Uh, that's something that I'm, I'm pretty good at talking about college now that I am a college student. Um, I, I don't think I've been here long enough to say that I have uh, extensive experience as a college student, but I definitely have experience as a college student now. Uh, and the first thing I'd kind of like to go over is The AP and dual credit credits are actually really useful and very beneficial. And I'm glad that I took AP classes back in high school. Uh, I just took, on average, I took two per year. uh, And I got enough credits to pretty much exempt a whole year of of college, which is really nice. Um, But on that note, I'm kind of surprised that colleges even accept them in the first place because colleges don't make it it appears it appears that colleges don't make any money off of this uh because the college board is the one who's taking the money for uh for the tests and all that in order to 
give out credit. Um, and on top of that, when you pay like a hundred dollars to take an AP exam, uh, that's nowhere near, even if universities did get a, a percentage of that from the college board, they're still not bringing in the multiple thousands of dollars that one would otherwise pay for a semester of taking a class. Uh, so I don't know. To me, it it looks like a an interesting business decision on, on the part of the colleges. Uh, but go with it anyway. It's very helpful. Um, and it's, it's worked out for me, but since the colleges don't make any money, it's, it's interesting to consider where does that money go? And, uh, we hear it in the news all the time, but yeah, the college board, uh, brings in about a little over a billion dollars every year in revenue. And they're a nonprofit organization because they're dedicated to helping kids and students and educational stuff. And, um, so they, they, they don't try to make a profit, uh, but inevitably they do make a profit anyway, because they charge a hundred dollars to take an AP exam. Um, and, and they charge a little more than a hundred dollars to take a SAT test. Um, and of course with those, they have to pay to print the exams and they have to pay the proctors and all that. But, um, I don't know exactly how much the proctors get paid, but they're definitely not getting a hundred dollars per exam. Um, so inevitably they have to come up with a way to, to spend all this money that they're bringing in, uh, so that they're not making a whole lot of profit because that's not their goal here. Um, which is, which is nice. So they end up paying their CEO, you know, like over almost one and a half million dollars, uh, which is to be understanded. It's a, it's a CEO job. A lot of CEOs get paid very well. And, uh, a bunch of their other executives make upwards of 300 grand a year, which is, uh, and to put that into kind of perspective, uh, so the president of the United States, as a, as a president, as an official job, gets paid $400,000 a year. Um, and then Dr. Mark Henry, the superintendent of the Cypher Independent School District in Houston, gets paid $425,000 a year uh, to run his school district. Um, so just to kind of put that into perspective, that's what's up with that. Um, but kind of moving on to another topic, it's it's interesting being out here. College brings this kind of, uh, there's a lot of things that you don't have to worry about. And so you get this nice kind of feeling of peace or feeling of serenity out here. Um, if I take off my shoes and leave them by the door in my dorm, I don't have to worry about if my dog is going to come eat my shoes while they're sitting there. And if I've got something important and I have a shelf full of important stuff, I can put my important stuff on that shelf and not have to think to myself, like, will my mom come in here and move this off of my important stuff shelf to another shelf somewhere else and then not tell me she moved it and then forget about where she moved it to? Um, so it's just, it's really nice not having to be concerned about that stuff happening, uh, anymore now that I'm 
and a dorm and all that. Um, and then we also don't have to worry about some of the problems we, we had in high school, like bad cafeteria food. They do a, a good job cooking food out here at the Angelo State Cafeteria. Uh, I actually do reviews on my Snapchat sometimes of the interesting food that they've got here. Uh, I'll talk about the different stuff, you know, like the fried cod is always good. Uh, baked chicken is always really good. And uh, the garlic mashed potatoes and grilled veggies are always like right on. That's just what you need. Um, and they've got a rotating selection of uh, desserts. And it seems like once every other week they have uh, what we've come to start referring to them by as uh, the good cookies. And, and they're called the good cookies because most of the time uh, over there in the cafeteria, they have the desserts labeled. So if you see banana pudding and you're like, what is that? There is a label there that says banana pudding, so you know what it is. Uh, or if you see brownies in a... Uh, muffin paper you can you don't have to think it's a cupcake because it says it's a brownie you know think things like that but these cookies are not labeled uh, even though it would be nice if they were uh, but we call them the good cookies because they're really good uh, they're those cookies that have the butterscotch chips in them and the chocolate chunks they've got raisins in there too i think there might be some coconut flakes maybe, but they've got all this stuff in these cookies and it's really good. Personally, I think that these cookies could benefit if they uh, were to like throw some cornflakes in there because some cornflakes in the cookie just gives it a little bit of a, a crunch. Uh, and these cookies are soft and chewy right now, which is good. You know, soft and, and chewy cookies are, are great. I'm not knocking those here, but uh, adding a little bit of crunch in there in the form of cornflakes could be beneficial to the cookie as a whole, I think. Um, but since they're not labeled, we've started just calling them the good cookies uh, because they're really good and we like all this, this stuff in there. Um, but then in addition to some of those nice feelings of peace and calm and and all that. We've got some some other problems out here uh, as as a college student. Um, so over the weekend, actually, I had to upload a video of me giving a speech for my online public speaking class. And um, I guess on a on a side note, why public speaking class is online in the first place is just beyond me. I I don't know. Uh, every one of my classes is in person except for public speaking, uh, which is one that I would kind of expect to be in person because rather than learning how to publicly speak, um, we're being taught how to give a speech to our phone camera that's recording it uh, so that we can upload it for our professor to watch this video. Um, and I, I just, I mean, it, I feel like it kind of defeats the whole purpose. Um, I, I enjoy public speaking. 
Uh, I have no problem getting up there, giving a quick speech, talking about whatever needs to be talked about. Uh, I would be willing to do my radio show at a podium in front of a crowd if necessary. Uh, no problem. But I, I do understand that some people are kind of shy of public speaking, and so this might be uh, better for them. But it would have been nice to know that it was online before I signed up for it. Uh, because then maybe I would have been able to take it in person some other semester. Um, and it turns out it's actually not online because of uh, COVID restrictions and stuff. Um, it's always online unless you purposely sign up for the in-person one, uh, which I did actually. Mine was supposed to be in-person when I signed up. But uh, that's fine. You know, we just got to, these, these are interesting times, and we just kind of got to roll with what's going on and make it work. So that is what I'm doing. I'm going to roll with it. It's going to be okay. Um, but as part of this public speaking class, I needed to video myself giving a speech between five and seven minutes long, uh, based on an outline. Um, it was going, it was supposed to be an informative speech. So we need to give, uh, the pros and cons and, you know, the different sides of an issue, uh, regarding whatever topic we chose. And, uh, so the topic I chose was, it's something that's been in the news, uh, a lot. Um, some people want to see animal abuse become a felony level crime instead of, uh, just a state level crime. And so I decided to go with that. And I was, I was giving a speech on the pros and cons of making animal abuse a felony, um, the kind of speech that you want to give to just inform people, you know, so they can make their own decisions on the issue. And, uh, so I was videoing my speech with my, my nice iPhone camera here. Um, and the whole speech was like six and a half minutes long. So I was right in there in that five to seven limit. Um, but the problem here is that then I, I couldn't upload it. I was having trouble uploading it because the file size was too large. And, um, and that's, that's kind of a problem that we've got in college now is that when our iPhone has a camera with enough megapixels to rival some of the professional cameras that have been made over the, the past decade, um, that makes that makes it hard to record a whole six and a half minutes of speech and then upload it. And uh, so I was trying for about it, it ended up taking me 45 minutes to get the speech uploaded. Uh, after trying for about 20 minutes, I emailed my professor and I was like, hey, it's it's not working. Um, I need some, some suggestions here. What would you recommend I do? Um, and, and he said, maybe I should use YouTube, you know, just upload the speech to YouTube and then send him the YouTube link. Um, and that's, so that was a good idea. So I went to try that. Um, and the problem with that is that the Wi-Fi in our dorms is actually not strong enough to upload a file of that size that is uh, six and a half minutes long. And, and that's, that's another interesting problem. The Wi-Fi could, it's not necessarily built for 
all of this online stuff that we do as a result of uh, COVID. And a lot of people have the option to attend class online rather than in person if they feel more safe doing that and uh, protected from the virus and, and all of that. But this was a Saturday afternoon when I was uploading this video. So I, I can't imagine what it would be like uh, when everyone is on it at once. Um, but it was, it was interesting. I was kind of thinking about that some more and thinking about how last summer, uh, I was doing some traveling and I was on a plane that was so old that it literally was going to be recycled about a month after I was flying on it. Um, and that plane even arguably had better Wi-Fi than, uh, our dorms do. So I don't know what that tells you about it, but uh, and I'm not here to kind of rail on the, the dorm Wi-Fi or anything. It's just, it's, it's disappointing. You know, it's not, it's not Angelo State University's fault or anything like that. Uh, they take care of us very well in the dorms. It's just the Wi-Fi could use some work. Um, it was probably installed a long time ago, and they weren't anticipating the, the amount of internet usage because it's really just exploded uh, over the past, I mean, few months especially, uh, but over the past few years as a whole uh, as well. Um, so, and, and they've offered us some solutions for dealing with the Wi-Fi too. Um, a couple of them are, are interesting. Uh, the first is obviously just use cellular data, which I'm cool with. I've got unlimited um, but the cell service out here is not fantastic, um, sometimes, and that's, that's okay too. Um, but the other suggestion that we've been given as far as how bad the Wi-Fi is, is to use ethernet cords. Yeah, use ethernet cords, um, which is cool if you're in your dorm room because every dorm room has an ethernet cord hole in the wall for you to plug your, your cord into and get your internet that way. Um, but the only problem with that is that there are no ethernet holes in the study rooms that they have on each floor of the dorms. Uh, and the study room is where I record my speeches because it, it's a little bit more tidy than my, my bedroom. Um, and then also ethernet cords don't really do anything if I'm trying to upload a speech video that I recorded on my phone, uh, I can't plug my phone into the wall with an ethernet cord. Uh, it doesn't help me wirelessly do anything, but that's okay. Um, so enough about the Wi-Fi. Um, just another little issue that I've found that we have to deal with here that we haven't had to deal with, you know, previously in, in high school and stuff. And that's that, uh, ice cream doesn't fit in the, in the freezers. The freezers are kind of small, but, uh, I'll, I'll explain how this came to happen. And it's really my fault. It's just, you know, it's, it's no one's fault, but mine. Um, I, I eyeballed the size of an ice cream bucket and, uh, well, I'll explain. So, uh, over the weekend, I was over at Sam's replenishing my supplies. You know, I needed some paper towels and some snacks, some water bottles, stuff like that. 
um, and I was walking by the ice cream and I was like, okay, you know, maybe, maybe I need some ice cream for the dorm freezer, uh, just in case I want some ever. And, uh, this is Sam's. So everything that there is in Sam's is massive. Uh, so I was surprised to see a half gallon available of ice cream. Um, but the problem here is that they also had a five quart bucket of ice cream. Um, and they, they were the same price. And, uh, I saw that and I was like, no, there's no way that the half gallon is the same price as the five quart bucket. Um, and I looked closer and they definitely were. So being the, the savvy shopper that I am, I went ahead and grabbed the five quart bucket of ice cream and, uh, I didn't think much of it. And then we got back to the dorm freezer and it, it's maybe just a quarter inch too tall to go into the dorm. It's, it's, you know, the freezer's wide enough for it to go in. Um, but it's just a quarter inch, not tall enough for this ice cream to get in there. Um, so that was an, an interesting problem to have. I ended up having to locate some Tupperware and uh, scoop this ice cream out of the five-quart bucket into multiple pieces of Tupperware uh, in order to fit them into the freezer. So that's, uh, you know, I, I've said it before and I'll say it again. Uh, I don't always learn my lesson, but when I do, you can bet I learned it the hard way. Uh, and I learned this the hard way too. Do not buy five quarts of ice cream if you want to fit it in your dorm freezer. Um, unless you have Tupperware, apparently. Uh, and it reminds me of another, another fun time when the last time I had to eyeball something and I was a little bit off. Um, I was only off by about a foot. Um, and I was told that maybe I need to have my eyeballs recalibrated. And uh, apparently that is still the case. I need to have my eyeballs recalibrated when measuring the size of an ice cream bucket in relation to the size of a dorm freezer. Um, but all in all, I'm still having a lot of fun out here at college. It is a wonderful place to be. Uh, we've got all kinds of cool stuff going on. And those were just some minor setbacks. I did end up uh, figuring out how to upload my file, by the way, um, after YouTube didn't work, my professor allowed me to just split the video into two parts, uh, using a nice video splitter app on my phone. Uh, and then I was able to upload the two halves of the video separately, uh, so that he, he got them both, you know, when they were uploaded to turn them in and, and all that. Uh, and he, he just had to switch over to the second video after the first one in order to watch both of them, which is, it's, it's not the most convenient solution. Obviously it would be nice to just upload the whole thing, but the file size was just too large. Um, but as they say, all's well, the ends well, and, uh, we made it work. So it's okay. And I appreciate my professor being flexible like that in order to get it uploaded. I kind of wonder if anyone else had the same problem as me. I don't know. Uh, since it's an online class, uh, I literally don't know any of the other people in the class because I, I just don't, because I don't see them. I don't see their names or anything like that. It's not like I can go talk to them and say, Hey, you know, uh, 
did you did you have a problem with that? Uh, but that's okay. We just we just make it work. Um, have a great week. Thank you again for listening to Trevor Talks on the Ram Radio at Angelo State University. Uh, thank you again for listening, and goodbye.